Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. As you can see, we are split today. We have some of our show in studio and some of our show not in studio. But as usual, we are here and we are ready to go. Uh, I am Simsta, one of your hosts. And of course, we have our boy Money Mike. How you feeling, Money? I'm good. You know, Christmas was good, except for... Um... I didn't get a good Christmas gift from the Lakers, but other than that, it was a good Christmas. Uh, we will we will get there. We will, we have plenty to unwrap as far as presents and, and uh, the Lakers are concerned. Uh, Mr. Step Hat, how you feeling today? I'm good, man. I'm I'm really good. Christmas is great. You know, like I said, like you know, I wish we had a Laker victory, but um. Those are coming few and far between, so I'm not expecting much. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So today what we're going to do, uh, we're going to go ahead and chat about the Lakers, of course, and the disappointing Christmas loss, which is not a massive surprise, I don't think, to anybody. Uh, we're going to go ahead and talk about the current status of sports with COVID-19 and the Omicron uh, variant hitting uh, the NBA and other sports and what they might do. Uh, but as usual, we always start our show with a segment with a gentleman by the name of Marco Nunez and the five-minute injury wrap-up. Let's go ahead and bring in Marco. Marco, how are you doing today? Doing well. How are you guys doing, gentlemen? Doing good. Excellent. Good. Good. Hey, Excellent. Hey, so, yeah, how was your Christmas, Mar Marco? Was it good? Uh, short and sweet. Uh, didn't have too much people, that much family over. We just kind of kept it just to ourselves, so it was kind of nice. Mm -hmm. oh, cool, cool, cool. A quiet hey, Christmas so, is always nice. Go ahead, Mr. Yeah. Mike. Uh, yeah, it always is. Yeah. So, hey, so um, let, let me ask you. I, I, we we hear um, our, uh, the um, sister team of the or the little brother, however you want to call him, Paul George. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Paul George team. He has a um, uh, ligament um, strain, and they have it to be reevaluated three to four weeks. Let me let me ask you. I mean. It, it, I don't maybe a dumb question, but I don't think there are no dumb questions. So they that's basically what they said that they hey, he has a ligament strain, they're gonna reevaluate three to four weeks. That's was the diagnosis for our guy A D, you know, but it was in his knee and it's uh, reevaluate three to four weeks. I I mean, are there are those ligaments exactly the same, just different locations of the body, or or is there a difference in those in, in yeah. those ligaments? So the funny part about it is that they kind of do the same kind of concept. So what happened to AD was the MCL ligament, the medial collateral ligament. It's it's a ligament that's located on the inside, not inside the knee, but on the what's called on the medial side, kind of the inside portion of the knee. So there, there's two, there's actually four main ligaments. There's more than four, but there's four key ligaments in the knee. Obviously, everybody's heard about the ACL, which is the main one. And then the PCL kind of cross each other like an X. And then on the outside of the knee, kind of towards the fibula bone, is called the LCO. And on the inside is the MCO. So when the player kind of jumped and uh, landed on AD's knee, his knee went into what's called a valve. It's basically it kind of caved in, almost like kind of bow-legged itself. And that ligament pretty much stretched itself. So he ended up with an MCO a sprain. Not a strain, but a sprain. Now, I think it was a, a, with, with, uh, with George, it was the same kind of concept where the ligament that he sp sprained is the UCL, the ulnar collateral ligament, which is on the inside of the elbow, which kind of does alter the valgus. So it's kind of funny kind of thing about it is that it's almost like the same location, so to speak, quote unquote, or same kind of ligament, which does kind of the same thing. Now, granted, AD's ligament is a little more intense because it's a weight-bearing ligament, and he needs that to be able to do it. With George, they could probably potentially put him on a brace or kind of sleeve or someone kind of protect it from having him go hyperextended, and then he should be able to kind of go in and see how he does. ADs, on the other, other hand, he needs to put weight on it. He needs to be able to land on it. He needs to be able to pivot, turn, and all this stuff. So anytime he does that, that adds additional pressure to that ligament because it's one of the key ligaments to help support his knee. So his is going to probably be a little bit more than what's happening with the use, with with, uh, with George's UCL ligament. Okay. So in other words, let's say if it was a, a playoff game and they had a chance to make it out the first round, uh, uh, they 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 theoretically could play Paul George, you know, like wrap it up or whatever, and he could he could possibly go. It wouldn't really affect his 
shooting or anything like that. Well, I wouldn't say it wouldn't affect the shooting, but he can actually get out there and, and do something. Obviously, you know, a, a Paul George out there versus no Paul George, you know, like I've always said, a 75% um, Michael Jordan, 75% Kobe Bryant is probably better than some of your 100% starters out there. Right. You know, I'm not trying to knock anybody down. Um, right. But Paul George out there at 75% with, with the knee sleeve or knee bra- uh, not sleeve, uh, elbow brace or elbow sleeve in there to be able to kind of maneuver and do something. He can still do, do something where AD, on the other hand, even though they may be on, on, on a sleeve and a base, ligament also helps to do pivoting. And if he's playing center, he's playing park forward, and he gets on the post and he needs to kind of be able to do that pivoting thing, he's stretching the ligament. He makes mm. it plus landing and jumping. Um, so it, it's almost like the, the equivalent to uh, who, who's wearing out with the um, Minnesota Vikings. I know he's on COVID, but he played last week. He came back pretty early. was a Dalvin Cook. Remember, he dislocated his, his shoulder. Yeah. Right. They put that strap out there, so they, they kept viewing it. They had a strap on there, and he was able to go. I, I remember when he came back that game, he went right over like 150 yards for two touchdowns, um, stuff like that. And if it was his knee or anything like that, that would have been a whole different issue. So anything upper body, because it's non-weight-bearing, you can kind of manage, quote-unquote, with, with the knee and the feet and other, other stuff because you need it to push, land, move. It's a little a little more tricky. I have a question, if I could, if I can uh, step in here really quick. Uh, the topic of the last two years has been COVID-19 and the spread and and everything. And uh, as of recent, uh, many, many athletes, professional athletes, not just NBA, NFL athletes uh, have uh, I, I just been put into protocol. We don't know if they've tested positive or exactly, but they've been put in protocol, so we assume they've tested positive. And some of them have actually had it. Um, are we finding, is there anything coming out or anything being discussed? Um, or, or are we seeing any effects to these athletes um, that, that f- any long um, lasting effects? They seem, at least from my point of view, they do seem to be coming back relatively strong. Uh, even though this is a respiratory issue, are you seeing anything? Are you taking any calls? Is anyone calling you in regards to any long lasting or post COVID-19? You know what? It's funny about you, that you mentioned that the, I haven't heard anything. I haven't really read anything. There hasn't been the, the, the downside to this is because it's so short term right now that there isn't any research as far as what's what side effects for long term effects for some of these athletes when they come back. Um, I know when COVID kind of hit, uh, you know, a year a year and a half ago, two years ago, I had a good friend of mine. Um, he's actually a reporter that he got hit with COVID pretty hard. He had a high temperature. He was pretty lethargic, and he used to be a huge runner. Now he was a marathon runner, but he used to run a lot. And I remember he told me that when he came back, it took him a little while to kind of kind of get his so quote unquote uh, win back, so to speak. The funny part about it, I think I just read an article about a football player, um, I believe with the NFL, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been with the Dallas Cowboys that he was out or he was kind of dealing with it for a good year. Uh, you know what? I think he just came back and signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars, if I'm not mistaken, something that sort of was just kind of reading the article. But there hasn't been much um, as far as athletes kind of suffering from it, at least from what I've read. And I, I keep in mind, I'm not a cardiologist whatsoever. I think this would probably be more of a question for a cardiologist to kind of answer um, and kind of see what the, the long-term effects. But I think right now it's been so short-term that they, they haven't had enough time to study any long-term effects for, for it. Well, at, at least from from just the visual perspective, it appears that the players are able to come back and still uh, compete at a high level, and that's very positive. That's that's a very positive thing, and, and and that that I'm looking at and seeing, and and just excited to to continue to watch. Um, funny, Mike. So, yeah, I had one more question. I was uh, you know, watching some football today. You know, of course, I wasn't in the playoffs or nothing, and you know, I'm going to talk about fantasy football, but. They, I was listening to the commentators of talking about Russell Wilson. You know, Russell Wilson had that uh, surgery on his middle mm-hmm. finger, um, and and I think he came back. Uh, they had, they had scheduled him like basically two to four weeks after the, his surgery, um, but then he they said that he admitted that he had came back too early, and he still was having issues with that uh, middle finger. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the reports, you know, two three weeks ago when he came back, you know, they they said he was full. Uh, it, it was. I don't know if you recall. It was. It was a tendon rupture of the yep. uh, the mallet finger is what they called it. Um, yep. I wanted to ask you about that because you know it's, you know how how exactly I know you've touched on that before. Like, cause they said that oh my god he came back so fast he recovered, but now they they're admitting a month later that he you know it still was bothering him, you know, and he probably shouldn't have come back. 
so soon. Is that something that, you know, kind of like the player may have hidden to say, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, and everybody kind of brushed it off? Or or do they think he got maybe like a bad diagnosis? You know, No, no. I mean, here's the thing about it. When it comes to, to something like that, there's so many different um, elements or variables that you kind of kind of have to take in effect, so to speak. So, for example, I'll give you a prime example. If, let's say, the, the, the Seattle Seahawks were sitting pretty, let's say they were 8-1 or – or nine and one, or something like that. They're going to probably take more time. Or Geno Smith was actually playing pretty good at the time. They probably would have taken a little more time. Say, you know what, uh, Russell Wilson, take your time. We, we 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 can we can handle this type of thing. Type you know, kind of go. Also, you know, they got to the point that I think they lost three. Of, uh, they lost three of the last four games when he was out. So now the pressure kind of builds up on it, and it's one of those. Hey, we got to get you back up there as quickly as possible, but as safe as possible to the point he's able to return. So there's different elements to, to be able to go on that part. Again, it comes to the risk-reward. Um, what was the risk of him coming back? Or was the reward a lot higher type of thing? I think at, the, at that point, the medical staff felt, you know what, I think you're okay to be able to play. They were able to manage minutes. Even the first time he came back, I think from what I read, is that he didn't take any snaps from underneath the center. Everything was shotgun, so they were still trying to kind of protect him type of thing. Mm-hmm. And even in the, the next two games, they were still kind of protecting him. And even now, he's still probably kind of struggling a little bit. And, and when you come back from a surgery or any ankle sprain or anything like that, it's going to take some time for you to be adapt to it. And also keep in mind, when you come back, he's probably playing. There's a chance he got hit. He probably bruised it. He might have made a sore. So it's never like 100% when you come back. If you're going to wait 100%, he's going to probably take a longer time than what they expected. It might have been the whole season. Yeah, so I, I just... I, I just think it's interesting because you know uh, he is he admitting that now because they're like five and nine. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that's my question. Like if you would have came and we able to win the game, there would have been a playoff hunt. You know, we probably yeah. never would have gotten the story. But now because uh, yeah. well, you know, I tried well, my best. You know, it was my fingers still messed up. Yeah, we're not taking that. There's a thing saying in sports medicine or athletic training: wins healed healed all wounds. Right. Well, <laughs> when you win, exactly. everybody feels better. When you lose, all of a sudden the aches and pains. Yeah. But it is. Yeah, it's I never day. came back. My 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 fingers still hurt. Yeah. Right. Marco, right. thank you so much for joining us as always. Hope you had thank a happy, you. merry uh, Christmas. And of course, uh, have a happy new year coming up here. We'll see you. Uh, we do plan on being on air next week. So to everyone listening, uh, we work through the holidays here because everyone sports keeps going. So we keep going. Uh, but please, if you, <laughs> if you could, please let everybody know the best way to keep in touch with what you have going on, Marco. Yeah, if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, uh, please follow me on Marco A. Nunez 17 or please subscribe to my YouTube channel at Evolve Athletic Performance where I uh, drop off uh, weekly sportsman's tips of the week. Thank you so much, Marco. Thank you guys. Have a nice weekend. We'll see you later. See you guys next year. All right, guys. So, All right, Jeff, um, you got to do one thing. Go ahead. What's that? I, I have to admit, I have to admit one thing, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go, go lead in. Okay, so look, I, I just want to let everybody know what's what's today's date is the uh, uh twenty sixth. Twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. So so hey, because you know I'm I'm trying to be as honest and transparent oh, as, okay. as I possibly can. So you know everybody knows that you know my love and you know uh, for you know LeBron, you know. Uh, uh, I actually sent a text out to one of my friends, uh, uh, you know, after we get going to get into the show. I love, I love her, you know, love her. She's amazing, you know, friend of the show. And I sent a text out. I want to make sure I say it because I have a feeling that she's the type of person that would say it first. So I want to get this out the way before we, we really get into it. I text, I text my girl Andrea the other day and I said, Hey, uh, this is my true feeling. I said, Lakers suck. But it's not LeBron's fault. <laughs> so I just want to make sure I say that on air. Okay, good. You yeah. know, put that, you put know, that out there. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want nobody to put me on blast. You got to put it out there. In you universe. know what I mean? So I said it's not LeBron's fault, right? Andrea, is that what I did? Man, I was gonna air you out. See, boy. See, I already see, knew. You already knew. You want to that ride? Right, no. I, I already well, knew. Welcome, Andrea Black, to the show via the Clubhouse app. Uh, hotline. Yeah. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Hey. 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 So yeah. So what are we gonna do about these Lakers, man? All right. All right. Let's let, let's get control of the show. Okay. So um, the Lakers, uh, of course, played a Christmas game. They always play Christmas games, and they played a Christmas game this year against the Nets. 
of course, the Lakers were shorthanded. Yes. No AD. Yes. No uh, many players out from COVID. Yes. Um, uh, Ariza out again. Yes. Uh, all of these things. Yes. However, another loss. They're piling up, guys. It's so, getting, so it's getting to the point where I, you have to start questioning whether they will or won't make the playoffs in a competitive West. If the West continues, um, there is concern. They should be on, on concern level. We should be at a five DEFCON five, right? I mean, th- is that where we're at guys? We're at DEFCON five. I would presume. I, I think we should actually be a little bit higher. And I'm going to tell you, what. I think that's the highest actually. Well, yeah. I was going to say, is it a scale of five? Man, I mean, yeah. I think it's a scale of five. Is there, is there, can we do a five plus or something? Or something? I'm something. telling you. Here's, here's my issue, Dick. You know, you 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 said it, Jeff, that the the Lakers, you know, are bit with this COVID bug, right? And 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 all this stuff. But isn't the whole league big with the uh, you know COVID bud? Uh, you know, like yeah, it's the, like it's, it's rampant. Did, I there. mean, did, did KD play last night? I mean, like did, no, you know, so they were shorthanded too. So we 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 cannot you know continue to say. That our team is shorthanded when we're playing a shorthanded team and still losing by twenty points. Well, yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, if if everything was equal and we were you know full strength and they were full strength, then we have you know we have something to say. But it's not it's not that way. We literally have the same as everyone. Everyone's sick, pretty much, right? Everyone's sick. Everybody's dealing with this COVID thing, and we don't start off the games. You know, like we have energy. It's it's a lot of a lot of different factors. You know what I'm saying? Like this you said, we team is it. not going to make it to the playoffs. They're not going to make it. Do you do you, right. do you do you foresee any possible way this team is making it to the playoffs? I'm saying they're making it to the playoffs, though. I mean, really? it, it, first of all, okay, wait I believe a so. Wait a minute. There's do you want teams. to make it to the playoffs just to get squashed in the first round? Absolutely. Not. I mean, and then and then not get go to the playoffs and not have a draft pick in the first round. I mean. Yeah, might as well get smashed in the first round. I mean, we don't have a draft pick. It's not like we're playing for anything. I mean, come on. Like, we might as well go in there and give it the old college try at this it, point. It, it's a pool of 10. I mean, we, we, we're we going to be better than ten, the other, what, 13 teams in the in our conference, right? Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're going to be in that hunt. Where, where are we going to be placed? I, I don't know. We definitely need to um, – I don't. What do we need to do? I mean, is, 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 is they need to blow it up. We need. We know what we need to do. We it's going. It's it. just damn near impossible to do. Get rid of Beta. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not going anywhere, dude. <laughs> Andrea is laughing. Do it. Do, let's go to Andrea really quick here. Andrea, uh, you're with us, right? Of course, I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Andrea. What 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 does this team need to do? Is it a complete blow up? Is it just is it worthless? Is it one piece away? What do they need to do? Well, we already did that. We already blew the team up. Remember, we did that. Yeah. In Austin, that's why we're here right now. Right. Um, to be honest with you, there's a lot of things wrong with the Lakers. It's not just Russ. It's not just '80s play. It's not just coaching. It's not just chemistry. Like it's a slew of things, and I think that. What we need to do is start tackling little things at once, right? Mm-hmm. So can we at least figure out um, that we don't want a, a 22nd new starting lineup for the year? How about that? Let's right. start there, right? Mm-hmm. At least let's get some consistency so these players know exactly where they're needed, how many minutes they're going to play, who's going to play, who's, <laughs> who's going to come off the bench as six-man, et cetera. I think that's a big issue that needs to be fixed as well. Um, I think that um, – these common sense mistakes that we're having, I'm not going to name any names, you know, I'll let somebody else speak this evening after me, but you know, we got to make layups. We got to make free throws. We got to play smarter basketball and we have to look like we actually want to play. Like we don't even look like we feel Mm -hmm. like we want to be on the court outside of LeBron having amazing games by himself playing one on five at times. We, we look lackluster. Nobody looks motivated. And I think it all stems from, what are we doing here? Who are we? What kind of offense are we running? Who's our starting five? Where's the identity? Question mark. We're just lost. And I think once we start there, 
then we can start to make adjustments moving forward. Yeah, I th- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, go for it. No, I, I was just going to piggyback on top of her. I th- it's definitely like a motivation thing, I think, you know, to piggyback on what she's saying because there was a time, you know, in the, I think it was what, third quarter when we got the rebound. Well, I ain't going to say we got the rebound. LeBron got the rebound. That dude literally dribbled the ball all the way down to three point land. Mm. And not there was no other player that went across half court. To the point where it was like one on five, one on five, and and LeBron had to shoot a three pointer. I'm like, why are we not even getting back? Mm-mm. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what, you know, what are we doing? Like, it, it, there's it's, no motivation. Um, they're not even trying. You yeah. can see it. The fans are smart. You can yeah, see we it. Know. Um, and and what I was gonna say is, well, what I noticed is like one one thing we're talking about is the effort, and of course that that's just. To me, that's that really comes out, especially that play that you were talking about. They didn't even kick back, you know, across the half court line. Um, but I also think that a lot of these these guys, and it goes back to the effort, is like they really came to the Lakers and thought this was about to be like a cakewalk. Like we really about to like start smashing on fools. We were gonna get all the way to the number one seed. You know, we were basically like our talent will rise. I mean, people were calling us old, like, you don't watch our squad. Our squad is not old. And then it's like, okay, then you got all these guys out looking old. Like, so it's just, it's, it's, it's like these guys didn't take it seriously. Now we're in deep. And now these guys that really wasn't trying to, trying to give up, I mean, give a lot of that effort initially, it's trying to hard for them to turn that motor on to actually get to the level that we need to, to get out of this funk. And, the coach is not helping, you know, and if I'm LeBron, I'll be mad as hell to have that stat line be a plus nine and lose by seven points. Like, what's really going on? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it really is crazy because, you know, I don't know if you saw the best stage Lakers that they just had, and they they had Polinko in there, and Polinka said, yeah, we bought Restwick to give uh, uh, LeBron a rest. Mm-hmm. And that yeah, that's not working out so well. So, so I don't know what these <laughs> Restwick You yeah, think? <laughs> it's actually it's actually working the complete opposite. It's really it, giving the problems. Like you're giving yeah. headaches and yeah. Yeah. more problems than solutions yeah. at this point. So yeah, yeah. so why is this I, I wanna this go thing. I wanna go to the LeBron I'm not gonna say hater, but I'm just gonna uh, let's just go to, to money mike really quick. Money. Okay, so so you're acknowledging that LeBron is really doing all he can. Okay. So so what does he need to, to make this turn the corner to towards a successful season. What does LeBron need help? You said you liked what you saw from him. So, so obviously the role players aren't stepping up, but, but what does he need? Do they just have to make shots? Is it, is it just defense? Is it everything? What What is it? I mean, listen, the first thing we definitely need is defense. That's the, that's the first thing because that's is, you know, everybody knows defense wins championships. Mm-hmm. I mean, people need to go and stay with their man, understand mm-hmm. that there's about to be a pick and roll, mm-hmm. a backdoor screen, mm-hmm. you know, the, the same old typical stuff. But, you know, defense is always effort. Mm-hmm. You know? But then even on the offensive land uh, side, I mean, can somebody, you know, you know, go from the the west side of the floor to the east side of the floor, you know what I mean? You know, basic stuff. Can someone do a post-up a little bit? You know, can someone actually go do a pick? You know, yeah. and, you know, instead of literally just everybody stands around the three-point land, nobody's going you know for you know to for a potential potential rebound. No. You know, uh it, it, there there are so many things that need that needs to happen that needs to be recognized by other players, you know, just I, I just need to see movement. Can I see movement? That's and, what it is, really. And, I mean, and, and is that, you know, I, I mean, is that coaching? Let, let, let's coach. There you go. There you go. You brought it up again. Yeah. Okay. So, so let's, is it, go ahead. You got no, I'm gonna say, I'll go ask uh, Clubhouse, what do they think? What do they Yeah, do? yeah, exactly. Let's go to Clubhouse. Do, do they feel that, that this can be resolved with the current players, but just a coaching change? Uh, is there anybody on Clubhouse who has anything to say? Flash your mic. We got anyone uh, there? Let Alante. me know, Mike. I think Alante. Excellent. Let's go, Alante. I I, I just want to say, like, I think it's it's far too early to give up on the season right now. Mm-hmm. And and Stanley Johnson was definitely a standout to me. Amazing. Like like it was one game, and I feel like he should already take Kent Bazemore's spot on the roster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, yes. um, I, I definitely feel like we definitely we could use a coaching change. 
Um, but for now, I think per getting our personnel healthy and um, getting guys playing right is the, the most important thing right now. Yeah, but see, the personnel thing, you can't, you, we can't control the personnel thing. I mean, we, we have to play, you know, play the players that, that we have. So I, I, I mean, we kind of have a coaching change now. Is he is, right? Is, right. And, and who else is going to take over that's any better? Hey, coach. I just need somebody. Hey, hey what's up, y'all? If I could hop in. Yes, please. Somebody, somebody addressed this earlier. You, you, you pose a great question. I think now, <clears throat> at this time, right, let's let's take into account the, the writing on the wall. We lose to uh, a KD-less Nets team, okay? And not taking anything away from that team, you know, per se, but you lose <laughs> when you don't have KD. But I think you know, whether there isn't or is a coaching change, I think now is a time where at times maybe there there's a way to strategically rest LeBron in order to give the other guys some additional confidence and build an identity around the guys who may or may not necessarily get that type of tick once AD is 100% healthy and LeBron is 100% healthy, right? Mm -hmm. And I know some people might say like, well, that's kind of blasphemy. Like, no, nah, not really because, again, the coach has to determine, okay, what's our identity? We all know where the league now is, and it's always been this way, but this game is played. The way you win a ring is you have to play the game well at two speeds, right? But it's not from what I've read <laughs> and what I've seen with the highlights, right, is that the lack of identity, right? My thing is, okay, quote, unquote, we're old. Okay, if we're old, let's be old on the offensive end. <laughs> Not the defensive. <laughs> these guys, these guys have played played against one another, played with one another. There's a way that you know the way in which they could still mix and match the young guys with the veterans. And say, okay, we've got to find a couple of lineups that work right down the stretch against you know high level teams, mid level teams, low level teams. But there, there, we all know. I mean, there, there's a way to get a certain lineup in there that can at least get stops. Maybe they can't convert those stops into 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 points off turnovers, but at least you could begin to look at your personnel and be like, you know what, we got a certain crop of guys that when they're in there together, we can possibly put some sort of short runs together. You know, runs of four, six. You know, make the other team make put them on their heels, make them make a make them have to take a timeout. Not because we played offense so great, but because at least there's some disruption defensively. But that's just that's just my thing. I mean, look, I I I totally agree agree with you because I mean, you know, like we always say, it's all about effort. I mean, we talk about old stuff, you know, but then they didn't Joe Johnson just come back and they say, oh my God, he's forty years old and they're happy. But see, he came back. They're like, bringing everybody back right now. But yeah, that's but, two different I mean, things, though, right? They, we're talking about old and Joe Johnson old. Joe Johnson <laughs> was washed, went out the league, went to the big three. Then came back into league, and now we're applauding because he's persevered and he made it back into league. Yeah, but you know, but here's the thing: these fools have been old and they stayed in the league, and they still being <laughs> there, and they might be past their prime, and they still trying to hold hold on to it as if they're part of. So it's like we can't give them no props for coming back and playing at forty, but because they already on the tail end of the career, they still trying to revive. Like but, that's, but, but that, that's kind of my point, though, because, I mean, haven't they been in game shape? And they, haven't they been spending all these millions of dollars on their man. body? And, all right. And all right. so, it, you know, right. I, I don't let's, know. Let's, let's, let's figure this out, okay? We're, we're going to answer these questions. We're going to figure out what the Lakers need. And we're going to go ahead and we're going to make some changes as if we were Rob Holinka. When we come back, We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We're just going to say hello to one of our sponsors here really quick. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. It's just me. That's right. Uh, one of our sponsors is Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center, and they are a local dispensary in the Chatsworth, California area, and they have everything you need to stay chill and stay cool and to hang out. So be sure to stop by the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in Chatsworth, California, and say hi, walk in, tell them the Profanity Nation sent you, and they're going to take care of you, that's for sure. We're back, guys. Uh, also, don't forget uh, TGN Network. The TGN app is our family studio, as you can see in the background then, TGN Sports, uh, TGN Radio. Go ahead and download the Good News Radio app. That's where you're going to find our show, 
that's where you're going to find a lot of great shows. I think they're up over 25 shows now, uh, both English and Spanish channels, to be honest with you, which isn't very common. So they've got it there. We've got sports shows, talk shows, um, women's type shows. They talk about sex. They talk about everything. So definitely get on there because you're going to have a lot of fun with the shows on uh, the Good News Radio app. That's for sure. All right, guys. So thanks for sticking with us. We're here. This is the Profanity Nation podcast. I am Simsta. I am not in the studio, but as you can see, Stat Pat and my co-host Money Mike are, and we are back to business. What we're talking about here is we're talking about the woes and the Lakers and the fact that they just can't seem to get it together. So we as the fans, we proclaim that we are professional fans here. We proclaim that we know more than those sports talking heads such as Stephen A. Smith and the other knuckleheads that you see every day. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go ahead and put the pressure on you guys. And I want to know right now what exactly is being done to fix this Lakers squad that they currently have. Stat Pat. Oh, okay. So this is like a new segment, and you just you it you are yeah, rolling on me. Step back. This is your play. Play the general. You are the GM. They just put you in place. You're the GM. Uh, we're gonna assume uh, you have full authority. Okay, so I mean, so we're also um, looking at what we do have at our disposal, what we can use, right? And it's not too many assets that we can use uh, in a trade other than uh, a package centering around uh, Russ Brook and THT. Um, and, you know, I, I hate to do the kid like that, but we need to sweeten the pot a little bit if we're going to have to move anything. If not, then we're going to sit here and we're going to have Russ on here on the team, which is, I mean, look, if Russ can finally, I nope, mean. Nope, I guess, nope, nope, I'm going to stop you. I'm gonna stop you. Who are you trading for? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, like, like we're just gonna do this and make sure that we're all on the same page here now. Yeah. So, if you are going to play the moderator and yep. we are the GMs, then we're going to have the GM, and you got you can't really stop us being the GM. All right, go for it. It doesn't really work that way. See, we gotta have some, you know. That's fair. Give and take. That's fair, right? <laughs> all right, appreciate that. So, yeah, so we're talking about, like, yeah, so you're either going to have to go ahead and trade Westbrook and THT for someone that's going to, first of all, let LeBron handle the rock because that's what he's going to do, and we're not going to go ahead and get the ball out of his hands. So we need to now support him any way we can, and we need to now go and get wings. The, when this the whole roster was 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 created, we neglected the guys on the wing. We got a lot of young shooters. We got Malik Monk. I like him. But we should have been trying to find somebody, like find a way to get Jeremy Grant on the team. You know, find somebody that's going to be able to guard guys on the wing because that's really what our Achilles heel is right now. It's wing defense. We don't have anybody that's going to be able to stop that. And the people we have right now are not willing to put the effort in. So if you're asking me, then I'm saying we got to trade Westbrook for a wing and the only way we're probably going to have to do that is to sweeten the pot with THT. There I deal. go. Okay, deal. Money Mike, you are now the GM, okay? You know what our assets are. You know what we have. We know what we're getting out of these current players. How are you fixing this team? You know, I got to find a mole in this team. There's a mole in this team, and I'm going to tell you why. I feel, I totally feel that, it doesn't matter who we have on this team. I mean, we've had people from the G League come in. We've had people that's been hurt, that's come back. Nobody is giving any effort. Yeah, you know, we. It doesn't matter. We like Andrea was talking about. We have what twenty two different lineups and things like that. What it's almost like the culture right now is bad. Like, how do we? You know, my 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 thing would be. What player can we, don't have to be the best player, but what player is going to bring out that culture, that motivation in order so that way we could just go out there and just perform better? Because I don't, I don't know if we, even if we get the different players that we, we say, because we're getting the same result with all these different lineups. You know, um, we saw, you know, Mr. Stanley did great yesterday. He was playing great defense and, and playing really hard. And, I, and I'm picking it out like, hey, he's playing different from everybody else. But those other, you know, two or three players are are kind of overshadowing his performance and, Le and LeBron's performance. Like they just didn't care, didn't have the effort. So I don't even know. I mean, it, it, I, I, I know that's not what you what you're looking for, but 
I don't really know if if uh, if another player can help it because I just think it's just a, the culture of, of the team, and I hate to say that. Let me ask you a question. This is this is can I and I hate to do this because I I don't I mean I really do believe that Laurent is not the problem, not the problem at all. And um, at the same time, his way he way he internalizes stress and way he handles it is a lot different than I'm used to when it comes to like superstars that are actually intense and want to get the best out of their players around him. Now, I could be wrong. Maybe he is chewing them out in practice. Maybe he is getting on them. Maybe, the, but it doesn't look like anybody is fire, like lighting a fire. The thing is, AD tried to do that. He tried to say all those things and try to feel like he was the big man and everything. But then it's like at the same time, he had every opportunity to keep us afloat when LeBron was out. So if you want to prove that you're a man, the, the man like, like Kobe did when Shaq was out all those years, then I need you to be able to those words, put those words into action and then have something to stand up for. So when you are talking to these guys, they're listening to you. They buying in because they believe that you're going to put, put everything on the line. I know LeBron is doing that on the court, but he needs to light a fire under these guys. He needs to show, he needs to start calling some fools out. Right now, we too buddy buddy. Yeah, buddy buddy ain't getting no wins in the column, and that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I, uh, I think we got somebody uh, in, that used to be in the league uh, over in Clubhouse. I wanted to ask him about that. Like, if if, if, if when you go into practices and and nobody's really putting forth effort and and or in the and nobody cares about winning or losing because i, I kind of feel like that's kind of what's going on like hey let's go let let them go out and do this we're not gonna get back on defense or things like that how do you motivate yourself to actually g- go past that and show effort uh ivory um, i think he was in the league for a minute right I played uh, internationally yeah, okay the same thing please, please so, introduce yourself ivory give us your name please yeah, I'm uh, Ivory Clark, um, former professional uh, basketball player. Um, just uh, listening to the conversation. Awesome, awesome. Do you mind give us some input? I mean, I, 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 I hope he was on a really good, a whole lot of good teams. But what about that bad team that didn't really want to put a fourth effort? How do you motivate yourself internally to, to uh, you know, try to go out there and perform? Um. I think that's due to mindset, man. I think uh, I think the Lakers' problem is that uh, the truth of the matter is, man, they just don't have enough youthful, energetic guys. Um, they would have uh, benefited from actually looking in the G League and looking at players that play hard, energetic, uh, defensive-type guys. I mean, they, they whiffed on a player like Gary Payton, um, someone that they could have uh, like to go after. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah, we, we can hear you. Uh, okay. Jeff, can you hear us, Jeff? Oh, Jeff's out. Yeah, Jeff is out. We hear you. Go ahead, Ivory. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, I think um, for and and we actually we we do need to look at LeBron with this. I mean, for for his gaudy numbers that he's been putting up offensively, he has been downright abysmal defensively. Um, and I know he's um, in his you know, twilight years of his career and, uh, you know, energy expenditure is a major deal for him. However, um, man, he, he really he doesn't rotate well um, on, on defensive assignments. Um, I, I see a lot of times uh, players in his area uh, take a lot of uncontested shots. Um, and I think a lot of it is, is due to. Um, LeBron's um, energy. I mean, I know he has to carry much more of the load offensively, but man, some of these open shots that the Lakers give up are just downright um, appalling. Um, so, you know, LeBron had a, had a large uh, part to play with the construct this construction of the roster. Um, you know, and he even begged us to keep that same energy when the season started. That was his words. That was his tweet. And um, it kind of backfired on him. I don't know if he thought that he was still this spring chicken that can do everything and save everything, um, but he's not. And, uh, you know, we have to actually look at LeBron because not only as a player, but as the assistant general manager and, and the construction of this roster, he had a large part to play with it. I, I got to go to Adria right now. Wait, because I was I was giving LeBron compliments. So me, me and Ivory, we go, we go tit for tat on this clubhouse app all the time. You know, he's a Kawhi guy. I'm a Kobe guy. So, you know, 
he takes pride in going against me, but he's actually right on this one. Um, I, I'm, I'm a fan of what LeBron is doing on offense. Um, I just know the norm for LeBron. Uh, I know that uh, before all-star break, he tends to cherry pick, um, be very lazy on defense. It's like he hits a second gear after. It's like he's conserving energy. I've noticed that the last couple of years, maybe because it's getting older, I have no idea. Um, but I've noticed I've noticed that he does that quite a bit. Um, it's become a, a pattern. I agree. A lot of our defense on the perimeter, uh, weak side, all that is lacking terribly. Um, I, I just think that um, what he's doing at this point, um, I think we should at least applaud it because nobody is even at his level. What I'm more mad about is the the leadership. Um, the quote of you know, you know, he's never, you know, going to down somebody for putting it out all on the floor. You know, I, I believe he's talking about Russ's game of shooting 20 percent from the field, missing five to six layups or something uh, on Christmas Day. No, no, no. You need to hold your guys accountable. Mm -hmm. You're being too friendly. You're mm -hmm. being too nice. Mm -hmm. um, you don't want to make anybody mad. And that's the part that mm -hmm. irritates me about Braun. Sometimes mm -hmm. you got to be disliked if you want to mm -hmm. pull what that intangible is out mm -hmm. of your guys. Mm -hmm. And he. That's the thing I miss about Kobe. He going to tell you how it is. He's going to tell you, this is mm -hmm. why I shot it over four guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I think that offensively, he's he's doing very well. Defensively, I've seen this before. I just think that um, we need to shake something up. I think it starts with the coach. Uh, we need to get some consistency at that starting lineup and the sixth man that we choose. Um, Malik Monk has to see at least 30 minutes. Um, I don't know how we're going to work that out. but And we have like four or five imitation LeBrons on the team. Between mm. THT, Bron, Russ, like it's, uh, Rondo, we just have too many uh, of the same piece. Mm -hmm. And we need to figure something out ASAP. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that goes back to where, where we're talking about earlier, right? Like if we had uh, a wing, somebody that can go out there and at least give them some energy on defense, but at the same time, like just give them some extra exactly. on, on offense. And, um, and I know, like you're saying, uh, there's a lot of other players that are like almost kind of like the same kind of player. Um, that's why I'm like, well, let's, got to get rid of some of the redundancy you know redundancy and just go hey guys. With, yeah we have um, a guest actually a surprise guest and i'm sorry to interrupt but i'd like to bring him in right now he has some thoughts on this he's going to join us with via video we all know him well this is a surprise what baby wanted to join the show and share his Man. thoughts on the lakers and there was big baby thank you for joining us oh thanks for having me on man appreciate it hey what's going big on baby man? Jonathan. hey man so how you feeling man because you know me and you go back and forth all the time about these lakers man no. where, where, where are we gonna be at we making the playoffs hell no the way it's looking <laughs> hell no you know bro i'm done with the westbrook experiment get it out of there everybody's talking about oh it's gonna take some time what is it december 26th and it's not working. Get rid of everybody, except for LeBron AD. That, that's what it's come down <laughs> to. So, so, so there's well, nobody that you you want to keep or are, would like to hold on no, to. Everybody's keep LeBron AD. Keep Dwight for just keep those three. And which version of AD do you want? Do you want the bubble AD or the outside? I mean, everybody wants. Everybody wants bubble, bubble AD. Not we, the we soft just, AD. Just gotta make that clear, want, man. No, I don't want no soft AD on this. We need the AD that was playing in the bubble. We need that AD. Come back, Any, man. I'm tired anybody of anybody on Clubhouse want to keep Russ? I'm done okay. with the experiment on Russ. I believe that question belongs to Smooth. You there? Smooth? Smooth, you there? It's, it's smooth is the one. Smooth, smooth you want to keep Africa? Russ? He's not with us. Hey, what up, Smooth? There you go. Hey, hey, I want you to convince Big Baby Jonathan why we should keep Russell. Westbrook. <clears throat> because uh, I can see Russ uh, somehow just making it work. I think Russ, um, at the end of the day, this has probably been as humbling as a season as it has been as, as any for him. So I do think in terms of uh, 
you know, with the creativity in this game, just any adjustment to, to what he would need to, need to do. Um, I think Russ is a, a, a team guy at this point. Um, and plus the fact that they have no choice but to keep him. Um, right. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think, I think Russ, um, you know, is, is more than willing at least to perform to whatever adjustment needs to be made, whether it's now, uh, mid season. And I think if he, if he in fact does that, right. Like if it's a, a lineup adjustment, if it's a, a strategic adjustment, um, I think it could pan out well again with the buy-in um, and with the, and with the, you know, end result, like, mm-hmm. you know, when, let's not get it twisted. When, when the Lakers are right, they're right. Yeah, man. But we, they we, they we, haven't been right this year at all. Is there yeah. one game where you can uh, well, say they're I right? They haven't been right. I, I think, again, it's not like they haven't won games. Um, they've won games. So uh, my, my point is, I, I think th- there's a there's a, a stretch where um, they've got to find some real, real synergy, to you know, within the team, right? Um, and maybe that comes with a couple of roster adjustments. I don't know. But all I'm saying is, um, if you can get this thing right, I think you have you have a group that's kind of willing to say, you know what, <laughs> let's let's fix it. And and and, and I, I don't. There's not a there's not an egotistical wall that I think is laying in between, as much as people think. Hey, hey, BBJ, let me ask you to comment on that. So, Lakers, what? They, Thank you, Smooth. They, they played uh, 34 games so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Smooth thinks that uh, Westbrook, you know, has still has the opportunity to get it. Right to right the ship. How many games you be giving? You want to give Russ to make it right with thirty four games in right now? Um, another week. I was kidding. Another week. No, no <laughs> uh, probably about the trade deadline. That's on my birthday, February tenth. Uh, by the February deadline, man. Um, it's just not working. I know a lot of Laker fans keeping it real said, "Oh, it's gonna take time. It's gonna take time." If it was working, we would be winning, and it's not working. I don't. It's not working. It's time to change. It's time to the experiment's not working. Get rid of them, you know. Get some my, assets, and then keep it pushing. That's how I feel. If I was the general manager, my my question uh, for Smooth is: yeah. is everybody wants that? Everybody wants Westbrook to get going. Of course, everybody wants that. Everybody says if if if. It, the big question is how? How do you get them going? Where I, I know Smooth said, well, I don't know if it's a roster change. I don't know if it's a, that. That's what we need to figure out. What is it? What is it that's going to get this team? And the other thing is, it seems like you know, Smooth is saying that he felt that the team was was willing and and you know wants to to win. But but the first thing that we brought up today was effort, and they don't seem to be showing an effort. So in these losses, it's it's we complain about you know oh there's no offense, there's no defense. But really, on the top of it, every, the first thing you guys talked about was did you see that play? They didn't even get back that effort. Um, mm. I mean, the, the, the team's not playing with effort regardless of a good offense or defense. And just playing with effort would have netted them five more wins. Yeah, you know what, Jeff? I mean, and that's where, we, like you said, we started the show off with effort, and that's going to be pretty much the theme throughout this whole um, um, this show um, today. And But also, I think we, we were on to something a little bit about accountability and having these players actually feel like they're in danger. Like there's no one, everyone's too comfortable, you know what I'm saying? And we, and you, I've seen the memes, you know, I'm on social media. I see like, man, you know, you know, uh, you know, LeBron is ready for the trade deadline. He about to ship all these cats out of here, you know what I mean? And that's on the means, but in the locker room, they don't feel, they, I think they feel let's just stay afloat. Let's just stay around the seventh seed and get to the all-star break. Once we get the all-star break, then we'll go ahead and switch it on. And then that's what, and I think they're just this this false sense of, you know, security where they really need to get some, this thing going. Now it used to be, you know, let's reevaluate this team after 20 games. All right. We had 34 games. We have all the evaluation we need to judge this team based upon the performances they're putting out there right now. So if that's the case, Okay, I need if we can't get rid of the coach, if if I got an owner that's saying I'm not gonna fire the coach because I gotta make sure everybody come from COVID back, everybody gotta come back from injuries, I gotta make sure they're a hundred percent before I even go ahead and evaluate to fire him. Okay, so he's not getting fired. 
And then we have all these, we have no tradable assets. So at this point in time, I need somebody to step up and start getting in fools' asses. And that's where it is right now. Like, that's what we need. And I know, and like Andre was saying earlier, it's very discouraging when you see somebody have a game like that and like it just, just laugh it off like it's like it's really not even that important because you know I'm not gonna get on somebody that's gonna give that effort. I'm sorry if your assist to turnover ratio is hovering around 50 50. I'm sorry, you I mean, you, you there's something else is wrong with that, you know, like seriously, something wrong with that. So, yeah, I think it's now a leadership issue and it might be just coming from the top all the way down to the leaders on the team, and they really need to get this ship straight. It's not about now. Now they got to make the effort work. You know, and like, I, look, look, I'm trying to show love to LeBron today. Uh, I'm not trying to show any hate at all, but I've never seen a LeBron switch. And I've heard about it, right? I've, I've heard about, oh, when LeBron hits that switch, you know, you know another level. No Playoff mode. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, look, look, I'll, I'm, all I'm doing is talking about the narrative, right? Everything, everybody talk about LeBron, I'm about to get in playoff mode. I'm about to flip a switch. And no. I've never seen a difference in his play, uh, uh, in his play when oh, we talk about the switch. That. That's what, you're talking that's about. what I'm talking about. Leadership switch to where this man is gonna start to get in a butt, uh, and and say I think that's the part that irritates me about Braun. I, I need for him to be a little bit more like Kobe, which I know is not gonna happen. Right. I need him to be able to tell these players, I need more. I'm not happy. I need more. I don't know what you thought you did today, uh, but tomorrow needs to be better. Um, AD, I need this, this, and this. I need him to be doing that mm-hmm. because that's what could catapult the energy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think if we don't have the, we do. I did look it up. We do have the ability to trade a coach, though. If we not gonna make that adjustment, I think that's the bare minimum that needs to happen. There's no fire here. There's no literally two years ago that that's what was night and day to me the the chemistry um lebron was rallying up the troops it's like things have completely just turned into all this my homie we just want to play and then we going home like no that's not how it goes dude that's my problem there's no sense of urgency and braun is not acting like an alpha that can control this this squad there it is Okay, so let's go to coaching. Hey, Bibbe, let me ask you: What do you think? What's our trade for Popovich? I mean, I think we got Popovich (laughs) over there. Give me, give me a trade package for Popovich right now, big baby. Frank Vogel, Russell Westbrook, and the whole team except for AD and LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) The ball boy, everybody. So, so so, wait a minute. Popovich got to coach somebody. Shit, bring somebody in with him. We'll get uh, Devontae Murray. You know, get to to yeah. Okay, you know. Right. Anybody, anybody else have a trade? I, I have a anybody else have a trade package for Popovich? I don't have a trade package necessarily, but I just wanted to chime in on on what Thrill uh, was saying in regards to LeBron. For his whole career, the narrative around him um, was about how better, how much better he made guys, right? Hmm. If there's not a more glaring time, a more glaring issue than. Uh, his ability to make guys better would be it should be on display this year, right now with this roster, and it hasn't happened. And I mm-hmm. think this uh, misconception that we have in our minds about how you pass people the ball and get them open shots um, is not really what make players better. What make players better is are holding them accountable, being a real leader, um, doing things the the dirty work, um, being a leader by example. Um, and a lot of those areas LeBron has failed to to uh, be a leader of men in that way. And um, I think it's about time that we just start being honest about this um, making player better assumption and what it really entails. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, w- when you're talking about LeBron and when LeBron was was talked about coming to L.A. and when he came to L.A., a lot of people said, Will he be focused? He's now coming here to do movies and his production company and things like that. Um, is it possible that that's what we're seeing here, that that he just has other things going on? Because I don't necessarily see the fire in LeBron's eyes to hold these guys accountable. I don't see the desperation. It, it, he looks like he's coasting as much as the other guys. 
Is it yeah. possible? Is it possible that he's just got a lot on his plate in LA, took on a little too much, and he's lost focus with basketball? Now, there's like okay, so in that same vein, um, Simpson, I I would say there's like two things that I would like to go ahead and point out with that. Um, first, yes, I think that you know. One thing about when he first came and he got he got hurt really with the kids, and then the next year he came and he was fi- he was fired up, and we were we were, we got we got the trade for AD and it worked out. One thing that people really I think that that was is missing is in that bubble year we were playing for Kobe. Like there's absolutely no way anybody that's gonna put anything purple and gold on in the year that Kobe died was gonna give any half ass effort. It is not happening. It cannot happen. They would have got crucified. Like it, no one would it would not happen. So now we're looking at last year was kinda of like, okay, we blame the injuries. Now we're like, we're just all we gotta do is retool. Now it just seems like, okay, what is the motivation? Because it should be the championship or bust thing. You know, what is motivating you guys? What is pushing you guys? You know, and one thing, then the second thing I want to go ahead and bring out is it's hard to play in a place as great as you are. It's hard to play in the city that Kobe and Magic and Kareem and all the greats built. Like, you're coming to this franchise. Like, they always talk about the Knicks fans and how knowledgeable they are and all that stuff. And Laker fans are just as knowledgeable. Yeah, of course, there's a whole bunch of bandwagon people, but the ones that are really true, you know, we we know what we're supposed to see on the court. We've seen it before. We've seen it too many times. And so now that we don't see it, we can tell them what they need better than they know what they need. And so yes, and we're and it seems like everyone's coming around to it. Like, we need the leader of our team to start getting in some butts. Like that's where I'm thinking we need because if we can't rely on the coach to do it, because obviously he's been chopped off at the knees, we need somebody up there that's going to go ahead and ruffle some feathers and get these guys in order. And yes, I just think that it's going to take a little bit more time for we get the sense of urgency that we need, but at that time, it's like we're playing with fire, and that's, I just think that, like you said, Jeff, maybe he's just not distracted per se, but it's, there's no feet, and there's no fire under you know under his feet right now. He's going to wait until the new year before he starts to really start to turn it on. I, I, so, I'd, like so, to, I'd like to add one piece of evidence to, to the possible argument of distraction. Yes, Kobe Bryant, they played for Kobe Bryant, but let's not forget also they were trapped in a bubble and he had 100% focus mm-hmm. on the team, on the games, on his players. He wasn't doing much business. I'm sure there were things happening, but not nearly like there is now in his life. The family was gone. The production company, he couldn't attend meetings. He wasn't filming commercials. All of those things were gone in the bubble. Yes, they played for Kobe, but they also had the focus that it took to do that. You can't just decide you're going to play for Kobe and go win a title. You, it takes that focus, and they had it. It took. They knew that LeBron was going to hold them accountable to play for Kobe, right? They knew mm-hmm. that, and they mm-hmm. knew we would hold them accountable. Well. Is is he still holding them accountable now? I don't know. It doesn't appear to be. Uh, Mike, Mike, look, look yeah. <laughs> we're thirty four games in. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out. I mean, listen, look, look, let's think about this. So let, let let's say you go out on a date and you be dating somebody and you done dated thirty four times. Hey, y'all, <laughs> thirty four times. You know what I mean? <laughs> At what point do you say, but but their marriage material, they done treated you bad, they done left you, they ain't paid for your meal, they've been broke, bounced the check. I mean, 34 times, <laughs> all these bad things done happened. You know what I mean? But 16 times, you had some great dates. You had, I mean, them, them 16 dates, man, they took them to, y'all went to Paris one time in Cabo. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the mother 18, the other 18, man, look, we, we were just net fit flitzing and you had to pay for the for the DoorDash. <laughs> right? Like at what point does this dude be really become like marriage material? Like I'm trying to figure this out. Like when 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 is that when does I'm just trying to understand like what's gonna happen, you know, because I'm trying I'm, I'm you know, we're 34 games in. We we had 34 what, games. what is the spark? What is we, we're 34. Right, we have, we've been hey, dating this dude for 34 times. Let me say it for the folks in the back one more time. That's, that's, that's 
I'm just trying to figure out. So funny. But I mean, I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, but hey, Mike, but Mike, but Mike, you got a, you got a, you got a point because just let's stay on that train of thought, right? After you've been out on the them days, right? But I'm sixteen with Bomb, though. What, what, what I'm saying is, you look, you there's an expectation. You can almost, I don't know, maybe guess what the person is going to do in certain scenarios. Y'all see where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what time they're going to show up. You know what to do that's going to piss them off. You know what not to do to make sure everything goes smooth. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, we could talk about effort. We could talk about, quote, unquote, motivation. And, again, I'm gl- I'm glad that Ivory said, let's let's throw away that narrative about LeBron making guys better. And and don't, don't shoot me. Wait till I land this plane. Because my thing is, if your franchise player still has to go for 30-plus, for you to struggle against a Durantless Nets team, I know it's early in this season, but again, you talked about the 34 dates. At some point, you already know what somebody wants to drink. You already know what time of day they want to go to on the date. You have an idea of what the expectation is. You know what to bring for the date to make sure that the date works. So why ain't nobody showing up dressed ready and, and putting their best foot forward to make the first impression over and over and over. I mean, we, we, can make, we can make it as simple as this. Through 16 dates, he paid for everything. The other 18, yeah, you had a $200 bill. No. You know what I'm saying? Half the time he on his phone, though. <laughs> you know so, I mean, <laughs> we're talking about he was like following the clues. I, I was he was following saying, the clues because he ain't like, paying attention. But, but I mean, <laughs> is, is, is the girl still saying that he's marriage material? No, girl, he's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? They look good. Uh, I'm just trying to. No. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe, like you said, I, I'm just trying to understand at what point. I'm just trying to understand at what point do we say it? This ain't gonna work. Uh, right now, and <laughs> this is the time of the show. And <laughs> if you if you watch us every week, then you know we always finish the show with a segment that we oh, call Money so, Mike's right. about. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Money okay. Mike is going to share his thoughts or opinion on of a course. topic. He wants to know if his thoughts are inbounds or out of bounds. Today we have a guest that's going to help us with this, uh, Big Baby. So go ahead, Money Mike. You have the mic. You know what? I'm going to tell y'all. Like this is this is a really bad one for me because I I I think it's kind of mean what 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 I was thinking about, but it popped in my head, so I said I'm going to bring it here. You know, I got an email um, a couple of days ago about because you know we're we're you know we're uh, season ticket holders of Lakers and South Bay Lakers, and I got a season I got a um, email from my rep uh, uh, last Friday, and 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 on it it said that they were going to have to postpone this three South Bay Lakers games that's supposed to be next week, but they uh, that they had to postpone to the beginning of the year because the players got so depleted from the G League like they only had like five you know seven uh, seven to six players on per roster not just the South Bay Lakers but just all around the league that they they're trying to wait for the COVID situation to calm down so that way the players could come back from the you know varsity team into the to the JV team so I got to thinking this is um, it's it's bad I just want to warn y'all hey if you don't get called up during the COVID time, do you think you have a chance to get called up at all? <laughs> oh, am, I, am I out of bounds to say? <laughs> am, I, am I out of bounds to say, hey, if you one of the seven that don't get called up when everybody needs some help, is it about time for y'all to reevaluate hey. your possibility to oh, make it to the league? Man. Hey, you better get your am, best. Am I, am I out of bounds? Ingram. Let's let's start with uh, Big Baby right here. Big Baby, is he inbounds or out of bounds? Money Mike. Uh, he's inbounds um, because if that happens, that means the player has to work a little bit harder in the offseason and get better. A little bit harder? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. cool. Yeah, harder. Way harder. <laughs> to get called up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Uh, Scott Pat, is uh, Money Mike inbounds or out of bounds? Oh, he all the way in. Like, seriously, like, for real, like, I didn't even think about that. But for real, like, I mean, we keep it a buck. Like, you for real, like, they getting people off the, like, a big three are right. coming in right now and playing. And you there in their farm system. And they like, nah. 
Man, <laughs> you, you, you might as well just go ahead and get your best Andre Ingram on and just call it and just, and just grind it out for the next 20 years in the G League, man, because you've been getting called up, man. This is money, it, money. Is there anyone in uh, uh, anybody Clubhouse? In have a, I need to find anybody in Clubhouse. That is too funny. Andrea. <laughs> Crispy, you can go after me. Mine will be quick. I went to a G League game maybe a couple weeks ago, and the two players that I said, yo, they shining well above the rest, they got called <laughs> They called up, right? They right. gone. They gone. Yo, I see McClung doing passes, like hot dog passes, le- uh, I mean, through legs, defending on the perimeter. Every one of his teammates look lost except for Stanley. Literally, at this point, I was like, yo, I don't know who put this team together, but they ain't never going to see the light of day. However, <laughs> The two players that I was so impressed by, go. they made a roster. That's, that, that's, I'm dead serious. So I think you're all the way inbounds. Go ahead, Crispy. Crispy. Yeah, Money Mike, you bought 50 feet and bounce. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they can't make it up, man. They don't deserve no chance. Hang up the cleats. Yeah. Bruh. All right. Yeah. That is, that is, I, I'm, I'm totally going inbounds, Money, and I, I'm actually going to award you and think that that is maybe one of the best uh money mics out of bounds that you've done yet because uh it is so true so true and i don't think too many people have thought of that so yeah you are way inbounds and uh that is really funny yeah I, i'm sorry buddy but i was just like man like no don't apologize like i mean because everybody getting called up that, that's their game that so, game is them letting them down not you i mean i fielded three calls today i just had to tell them i was too busy with the podcast so <laughs> and there you go well, All thank right. you so much, everybody. Thank you for another great episode. Big Baby, thank you for joining us via video. Uh, please, Andrea, at Clubhouse, thank you so much. And uh, we're going to go ahead and keep our fingers crossed that these Lakers get it together because uh, it is not early in the season. It is 34 games in, and we really, really, really need to see some glimmer of hope here. Um, the trade deadline is coming. They are dealing with COVID. Everyone is, as Money Mike says, so that is not an excuse. We need to put this together. Please continue and follow the Profanity Nation podcast. We are on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow us there. Our audio comes out every Tuesday. You will find that on iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. Just say, Alexa, play the Profanity Nation podcast, and it's good. It's going to play in the background right now, I bet you. Uh, okay, everybody. So we'll be back next week, each Sunday at 8.30 p.m. live. Be sure to tune in. Be sure to download the Good News Radio app. And if you're looking to have a little chill weekend, be sure to stop by the Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in mm-hmm. Chatsworth, California. Until then, we'll see you, big baby, again. Thank you, Andrea, Crispy, everybody at the Clubhouse and the Los Angeles Lakers. Happy New Year. Be safe, everybody. Be safe, guys. Peace. Thank you, Money Mike.